Welcome, Wednesday Wisdom with me, Devin. So I am your humble host, Devin Ray Battaglia. And for those of you who need a reminder or perhaps are new, welcome, hello. I am an integrative health expert and teacher, a holistic coach, and the founder of the Inner Spark Method, where I teach sensitive, deep feelers who are really ready to make sustainable changes in their lives. I teach them how to transform things like burnout, anxiety, overwhelm, and poor health at the freaking root so that they can really just live without all of that nonsense. So we are going to talk about emotions today, emotions and processing them and why that's so important and all of the things. So we had a good little discussion going in the Facebook group yesterday about emotions and thank you for sharing some of your experiences with me. When it comes to creating health and wholeness in our lives, um, emotional flow cannot be separated. It really just can't. And, you know, I tried to once upon a time, I really did always just trying to muscle through things and trying to outsmart my body and, and just, you know, I'm going to figure things out and, oh, emotions are stupid. They're a waste of time. They're whatever. And the truth is we cannot override them. If we are on any type of, of journey to bring wholeness into our lives, to heal our bodies, to live and thrive as especially highly sensitive people, um, this needs to be part of it. Like, sorry, not sorry, needs to be. I will stand by that. Rarely do I really enjoy making such like assertive, you know, facts because it's like, well, you know, who are any of us, right? Like it's all of these things are, are, are subjective. However, this is one of those things that I think I'm just gonna stand by for forever. So in order to create health and wholeness in our lives, we must address our emotions and the energy that, that is associated with them that is flowing or not flowing, creating health or creating disease. So this is a very complex, big topic. And we're, you know, I could talk for hours and hours about this, but we're going to just touch on some key things today. So stick with me. Our emotions are, are important for everything. They are a source of information and guidance. They are not facts, okay? I think many of us can get stuck in this belief that we start to believe them, right? We're like, oh, these, these are facts or it's gonna last forever. And we get so like kind of um, swept up and like in it, right? And we like, we lose perspective. So emotions are not facts. They are not permanent states of being. They are simply physiological responses in the body. So something happens, there's some type of, cue some type of stimuli, could be a thought, could be an external cue, an interaction with somebody, seeing a picture, like whatever it is, all of these things are constantly kind of bombarding the senses. So something happens, we make some kind of meaning or story out of it, and emotion arises, yeah? And so then there's this response, we notice, that's why we're able to distinguish like happiness from anger, right? It feels differently. And so that's, that's literally all emotions are. 
That doesn't mean that they're any less, you know, scary sometimes or really intense, really powerful. That's all they are. They're these temporary kind of states that live in the body that we're able to experience because we're in a body. Temporary, not facts. Got it? Trying to outsmart them or hide from them is really pointless and, and impossible because they are energy. They are these kind of like just things and, and they want to move and flow and come to a sense of, of completion, like an ocean wave. Yeah. Imagine if we tried to like stop ocean waves, we can do things like build walls, right? Like, like kind of like retaining walls, sea walls. We can like divert the flow, but it's always going to flow. So we can do things like build our own walls inside of ourselves and try to, you know, distract, divert, deflect, but that energy is still there. It still wants to do something. And when it's not being able to express, guess what that something is that it's doing? It's robbing your system of energy, causing things like poor health, all kinds of health problems, exhaustion, anger, resentment, just all of these, these depleted states where you're not actually living. Yeah. And so why, why do we resist this? For so many reasons, for so many reasons that again, we could talk about for hours. We mostly, when it comes to us more sensitive, deep feeling, deep thinking people, we've been shamed for our emotions. Because remember what I said, there's, there's these cues, these different stimuli that come in that we perceive, we make some type of meaning out of and emotions arise, yeah? And so as, as sensitive people, we're perceiving and receiving so much at all times, so much more than the average person. So this inner world of ours is incredibly happening. It's a happening place, all kinds of stuff going on. And so we, we feel a lot. And sometimes that could, you know, make other people feel however they feel. And then they're going to throw their, their comments at us. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Let me know. I know it's happened to me. So we, we've been shamed for our emotions. We've been told to not express certain ones. I don't know if were any of you ever told like, oh, you know, good girls don't get angry or that's, it's unladylike to be to be so angry, oh, you're being hostile, right? We're like, just smile all the time, which is a load of horseshit. We may be afraid of certain emotions. Sometimes they can feel really big and because they live in the body, yeah, it's like this kind of whole experience. And again, as sensitive people with sensitive systems, sensitive nervous systems, who are perceiving and feeling all the time, all kinds of things, and it lives in the body, it can feel really scary. Yeah, like I know I feel very, very deeply. And so some of those states like, you know, fear or anger, the more kind of like, um, you know, challenging ones, I guess, to experience, uh, which is subjective. Some for some of us, experiencing happiness is very challenging. So some of those more, I guess, charged states, anger, fear, they feel very, I feel them so much in my body. My heart will really pick up my breathing. 
gets shallow. It's just like this whole kind of thing. Does that happen to you? Tell me, let me know I'm not alone. I know, I know I'm not alone. And so certain emotions can feel extra scary because of that. So this is, these are the reasons why we resist feeling them. We've been shamed for them. We've been told certain ones are okay to express and not express. We may feel afraid, like it's overwhelming. I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to hold this. I don't know what to do with this. This is going to like kill me, maybe sweep me away. What's happening. Um, and obviously also another reason we resist them, our culture like doesn't encourage emotional flow does not encourage it encourages the opposite actually quite overtly like unapologetically encourages the opposite encourages you know keeping it together don't break don't break down don't be hysterical toughen up yeah and so all of these and more you know this list is not exhaustive of all of the reasons why we resist our emotions these are just some of the ones this can be very detrimental to our our whole health and well-being on every level every level you know i speak to my five elements framework um the five elements of our being that are are crucial to really address and to um to nourish especially as sensitive deep feeling people so that we are really like whole and healthy and so this component of emotional flow really is just detrimental to all. So that's body, emotions and energy, mind, sense of spirit and connection to nature and our relationships and social roles. So when this flow is stagnant, there is not one part of us that is, is not um, impacted. And so the truth is really having um, healthy outlets and supportive tools for emotional processing makes makes a huge difference makes a huge difference and again most of us do not have that we were not shown that you know think of think of what was modeled to you growing up and if you came from a place where there was healthy emotional flow and your emotional flow was encouraged you are so blessed and definitely in the minority and for those of us that did not come from places like that, myself included, it's something that we have to relearn and we have to relearn it as sensitive people. Remember perceiving all the things all the time, all kinds of rich inner world happenings, a lot of stuff to sift through and be with. So we got to relearn it in a sensitive system, which by the way, is again, a minority <laughs> when we compare it to the, the vast majority of humans. So we have to learn it in this sensitive system. We have to learn it in a culture that doesn't support it. And we have to like relearn it from, you know, like how, how, do, how do we know what we don't know, right? So many of us are just kind of stuck, like, well, shit. I got to do this thing. I know I got these unprocessed emotions and checking all the boxes for all of the symptoms that, is, that are associated with unprocessed emotions, such as like basically all physical disease. Yeah. Burnout, resentment, frustration, feeling stuck. That cycle of like 
suppressing and then exploding. I kind of refer to that as like the binge purge in, for the emotions, right? It's like kind of suppressing all the things and then like having an explosion, this like cycle. So we're, we like know that there's this issue and then we're like, well, what the hell do I do? I don't know what I don't know. I don't live in a culture that like wants me to do this. And I'm also like a super sensitive person. So like shit, <laughs> right? I guess I'm screwed, but that's not the case. That is so not the case. There are ways that we can learn these things. And there are definitely tools and outlets that are very supportive for the sensitive, sensitive system. So I'm curious what things, right? So just kind of, you know, I love to, to leave you with things to, to ponder. I love, I love having discussions with you and I really love to just get you thinking, right? All of my clients love, they're like, you ask the best questions. And so I, I, I'm going to pat myself on the back for that. Cause that is a gift that I, I love. Um, and, and we'll share with you. So let's, let's ask some questions. I'm really curious as you begin to, to kind of work into emotional processing for yourself, getting really clear, like what stories were I, was I, let's use proper English, what stories was I told about emotions? And so these could have been, you know, ones that were told to you directly, like the whole good girls don't get angry. Why are you crying again? You're so sensitive. And also, you know, stories are things that we observe. So maybe you watched somebody whose, whose relationship with anger was very volatile. And so today as an adult, you're like, uh, -uh I'm avoiding anger, like the freaking plague because I don't want to be that, or maybe you're very volatile with anger. And so just kind of like, what am I carrying? Rather than just stopping it, like, oh, emotional processing is hard and I don't know how to do it. It's like, okay, cool. So let's like get really clear about what's happening for us inside. What are the stories and the beliefs? So kind of start to hold that because the greatest thing that we can do for ourselves. So this is how we really start. I'm going to wrap it up here. This is how we really start to, to work with this is by building more stability in ourselves, particularly in our physical body. The physical body is the container for all of this, right? Emotions live in the body. So the greater kind of stability that I can build in my physical body, the better able I, I am to hold these emotional experiences and to process the stuff. Yeah. Then we can build the resilience necessary to hold space for our emotions without ignoring them or suppressing them or exploding or getting swept up in them, taking them as facts, etc. So really beginning to look at these stories that you're carrying around emotions and asking yourself, how can I build more stability in my life, in my physical body and in my physical life to support the flow of these, these emotions? So this is a huge component of what we do in my program, The Inner Spark Method, huge component. Um, because the truth is, in order to really thrive as sensitive people, we need to do things differently. We need to do things a little differently than the average person in order to support the needs of our sensitive system, in order to not just like live and survive, but really thrive without the burnout and the anxiety and the overwhelm and all of the physical health challenges. 
And so we, we got to do those things differently. And in order to do the things differently, we need to really accept that fact. And we need to, you know, sensitivity and all, and we need to stop trying to fix ourselves or be something or someone that we're not. Yeah. Like tough, normal, whatever these things even are. So in order to really get to life on the other side of those things, as a sensitive person, there has to be this, this acceptance that like things got it. we got to do things a little differently. And then we got to learn the things to do. So there has to be this, this acceptance and the getting over of like the shame around that, accepting and embracing sensitivity and all, and then learning the exact things to do um, in order to really truly authentically care for ourselves and our needs. And that can sound like, like a big, scary, tall order, right? But it's, it's not because that's exactly what I've created. Not to worry, this is where I come in, I've got you. And this is what we do in the Inner Spark Method. We simultaneously address and process the shame and resentment towards our sensitivity while also relearning a natural, sustainable foundation of, of self-care that's directly targeted for and created for the unique needs of the sensitive system. Done. Beautiful. And then from there, it's lifelong thriving. Lifelong thriving. So if this sounds interesting to you, enrollment is open. I would love to offer you a spot. So reach out. Um, we can totally chat about it. I would love to, whether or not this is your best next step or it's something else. All I care about is that when you're ready to make a change, you are pointed in the right direction. So whether that's with me or a different place, I'm happy to have that conversation with you. So reach out or visit theinnersparkmethod.com and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.